Have you ever been in a truck with a man who's got warrants out for his arrest? Well, we have, and we're going to tell you about it. Come on an adventure behind the scenes as we explore what it looks to be bold, creative and Christian. You're listening to The Artless Podcast. Well, welcome to a new podcast. Um, in this podcast, we're going to be, uh, well, we're, we're going to be mainly talking around uh, fundraising, but not not um, we're stories put, around We're going to put the fun into in, fundraising. Yes. Because that's one of the things since becoming a charity, which is, I think every small charity, every charity really would agree with us to say that it's one of the hardest most areas. painful things And ever. most painful <laughs> things. Because, because if you're, say you're running just like a, a barber shop, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're cutting people's hair. They're getting something directly, and they're paying for it. I guess they've but always got business as well, don't they? Because you know, hair's always growing. Always hair's you know? always growing. It always needs to be cut. But unless you know, unless you're part of the um, what's the sect? The uh, unless you're a Levite. Unless you're a Levite. Unless you're a uh, Nazarite. Fundraising is a is a hard hard area of running a charity because I think people can buy into what your charitable aims aims are. <clears throat> And really be behind them, but when it comes to putting their hand in the pocket, understandably, people uh, they want to make sure they're giving to the right thing. So, where our charity is really, our heart is to share this this amazing story of Jesus and, and of what our faith is with people, but also to um, to to create good art, to create good performance for people, and and to bring that to people who wouldn't usually receive it. So it's a two point one, and I think it's not as easy for people to give to than something which is really directly influencing, like water aid, for example. You know, mm. seeing wells being built in, in the third world, helping people in a real basic um, need, in a need for water, is such a direct thing. Although to us, we see see this life-changing story, this life-changing gospel message as something which is fundamental to people. But of course, not everyone. I do, I, do, yeah. I do think it is strange, Harold, because I think even uh, obviously for this is specifically for Christians that they will um I feel like they're even Christians a lot of the time are still more likely to give to something where it's like it's feeding the homeless and stuff and all, all that which stuff, is all which good, is great good. Stuff, yeah. not saying that's bad but when it comes to something like oh we want to put on this evangelistic event you know mm. and the, the main thing is to you know um for it to be evangelistic to spread the good news um people are generally less likely to give to that mm. which then i'm like well why is that if we then have this view of course and that's that not even just financially lives give. Stake. give to it but also give to it in terms of their energy time and like their physical resources of themselves but we're not going to talk about that we're going to talk about fundraising uh, this is not us actually asking for fundraising, although we will ask for fundraising, artless.org.uk forward slash support. Please, we need your money. Um, but we're going to tell you some funny stories. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, because over the years, since we formed the charity, we've been, we've thought, you know what? We want people to give uh, one-off amounts. We want people to give, you know, monthly, but one-off amounts people uh, often, it's hard to put their hands in the pockets. So we'll put on events. We'll put on well, yeah, we, we usually, stunts. Yeah. We usually we have um, a annual fundraiser, yeah. Where mainly myself and John we will go and do something, and we, what we've worked out is that people want us to do something that, and then I think this anyone would want this is that you, they want us to push ourselves, but also for there to kind of be this entertainment, s- yeah, entertainment, the story as well behind it. You mm-hmm. know, like are they going to make it? Are they going to do it? Yeah. And whatnot. So the very first thing we did, and this is actually, this wasn't fundraising for Artless, but it was fundraising for Scripture Union um, Gambia, because we were going to be, uh, we went out on a mission trip to Gambia, and so we were raising funds to, we wanted to give them money mm-hmm. for that. Um. So yeah, we raised funds for that. So th- tell us, John, what what did we do? Because this was one of this was the first thing that then informed our mindset about fundraising and stuff. We decided to, the four of us, so we were going over to Scripture Union Gambia, me, Chris, Scott, and Fraser. And uh, we were we wanted to do something in a fixed room. Uh, so we got the room in, in our church, and we got a stationary bike. So we got an exercise bike. And we decided we wanted to do a 24-hour cycle, non-stop cycle-a-thon, uh, mm. doing it. Was it one or two hours at a time? One at a time? Um, I think it was no, I hour. think it was two hours, wasn't it? 
might have been. So we did slots and we would switch over and we stayed in the room for 24 hours with one another. And it was good fun. And a friend of ours hooked it up to a live stream and we were constantly being viewed by people. Actually, we had random, random people. Because we, we did it on like Facebook Live and um, we even had someone that must have just been scrolling through like the live feed. Because you yeah. can see kind of just who's live streaming. And so we just had a random person. Which was there. strange because we had them commenting on things for us to do because we were sort of taking dares. I swear we had them yeah, yeah, quite yeah. weird and we had to block them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started which, off quite know, normal with them and then it got yeah, really weird. We started to um, just transition into something a bit odd. But that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But we, it was quite lucrative in terms of raising money for, for SU Gambia. Because what we noticed was it was so good having the live stream the whole time. Mm-hmm. Because then people could engage and see, you know, people want to then were, yeah. like log in and see what we're doing, wh- whatever time it was. Because mm-hmm. then we'd have people in the morning getting ready for work. And obviously they knew, well, we were still going to be awake, yeah. which we were uh, on this bike. And also that they could put in these challenges. So I remember having to eat a trifle that had um, oh, tomato ketchup on top. And it was on the most. And these hot chilies as well. Oh, yeah, and hot chilies. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, Someone licked someone's head at one point. Oh, no, the sweat off of Richard's back. Oh, yeah. We we got Richard Shaw, who's quite a rotund man. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, And he built up quite a heavy sweat, and someone scraped the back of their card. On oh, his back, it. and then yeah, for like a tenner. Licked it for like a tenner. Yeah. Well, we also did it in costume as well. I, I was doing a chicken costume my hour, um, which was so I was I stunk so bad. <laughs> I've never smelled like, and I had deodorant on, obviously, but there's, there's a certain smell you get once you've fully drenched yourself in sweat that you're pruning up from like being in a swimming pool, but from your own sweat. So you're almost recycling your sweat in your body we did a lot of miles didn't we a lot I of can't, miles I can't remember thing is, the... we did about, I think we did about 600 miles or something stupid no there's no way what in 24 hours but the problem was right and this may be news to a lot of people we broke that bike early on yeah the resistance on it broke and I know what you're thinking oh that means you weren't pushing against anything it oh, was, it was hard worse. no it actually was worse because actually instead of having the momentum of like a bike like a spinning bike where you've got the momentum yeah, pushed yeah. forward it was just a loose cog that we're just turning constantly yeah, and yeah. it was just the most horrible thing the sensation of no momentum um but the, f- the funniest thing was so that was great that was good fun and we had a lot of laughs we watched the entire lord of the rings extended edition which yeah, was great was but fun. um when we got to gambia it's so <laughs> oh, funny so lawrence is who is the the the, the head director, of um, yeah. director of su gambia uh at the time he got up in front of all so it was at a youth camp basically we we're raising money for this camp with loads of young people it was great it was good fun so many hilarious stories from that we won't tell today but uh what was so funny is lawrence got up in front of all these people and said look these guys have come all the way from uh. england and they they raise money for you guys by cycling village to village in England, just raising money, getting people to give them money. Yeah. They went from and they so I don't think they, we they fully, fully explained. The, we did uh, explain to Lawrence the, the concept yeah. of that we were we were doing it stationary for an hour uh, for twenty four hours. So in 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 countless uh, young Gambian minds, we are. Uh, so we were like did the tour to England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. um. Yeah, which takes us on to our latest fundraiser we did last year, which is also bike-related. So, Chris, why don't you tell our listeners? We'll, we'll go there and work our way back, maybe. Well, I think we're trying... So, that was um, obviously quite a while back. But, like, the first thing we did was oh, the... Uh, we climbed Snowden, which now it seems Mount because it, you'll see because of the stories you tell later, it's like it seems like such an easy fundraiser. I mean, it yeah. is. Like, so, we climbed Mount Snowden in Wales. The highest peak in Wales. Um, and we did it in two inflatable costumes. So I was an inflatable turkey, Christmas turkey, Christmas turkey, and John was. I was I was an inflatable unicorn, but more like a person riding an inflatable. Yeah, unicorn. like the princess, princess riding, riding the, uh, a unicorn. And yeah. um, may I say we took the miners' route, which isn't the easiest route up here. It's not the yeah. hardest route up Snowden, but it was easiest. And it was strangely the hottest day of the year. It was so hot. It was, honestly, I, we. I had not planned for it to be that it was hot. Made, and I remember and it, was surprisingly it being hot, yeah. so hot and sweating. So it was actually quite nice having the little fan inside the yeah. costume. And shout out to Matt Ager, who drove us. Yeah, and, Matt Ager drove us, with us the, um, the whole way, which is cool. Mr. Our Sherpa. Sherpa. We definitely needed a shirt. <laughs> that um, was just the worst. But it was, it was a good start. So that's yeah. quite a good start because it's like, okay, we're, we're going to do uh, a kind of physical task, but the costumes added that extra bit because you could 
you could always, you know, people could climb Snowden or whatever for mm-hmm. a fundraiser and you don't have to be dressed up. But, you know, you want to add a bit of that sense and of embarrassment. And if you want to see photos, you can see them on our, um, our Instagram. On our- So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a um, we have a guest caller coming in, uh, and this is Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello, everyone. So, so Dan, Dan. We're, 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 we've been covering um, uh, COVID nineteen. So, ha- how's COVID nineteen uh, affecting your life? It's able to 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 shut the whole world down, nearly. Yeah. But okay. you know, you know it's more powerful than COVID nineteen in brackets. The nine, the, 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 I think the one and the nine is in brackets if you're being part of the WHO or the WHO. Uh, not to be uh, confused <laughs> we, we, with the band. Not to be confused with the band, yes. Yeah. Uh, what's more powerful? Jesus. Here we are at 18th of April 2018. Uh, there is a, a Scottish flag. Um, what does that Scottish flag uh, symbolise to you, Chris? Um, it symbolises um, oppression. Because, no, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, we decided to do something a bit bigger. Because it's like each time you're always thinking, okay, like what can we do that is that is bigger, that's going to catch more people? So at first, actually, our first thought was to do like a, a, a jailbreak. So a, a jailbreak, for those who don't know, is that you kind of set off with no uh, money or funds, but you set off and you see how far you can go on zero um, pounds on just no money um and you can get try and get flights anything yeah but then we realized well we want to live stream as much as possible mm-hmm. and stay connected to our audience so if we ended up getting on a plane it's going to be a lot harder yeah. so we thought and also getting back from a oh yeah and obviously getting back is, is a problem as well with something like that there and back again. so then we thought okay what we could do is we'll set a location which actually is a lot harder mm-hmm. to do because it's like well if if the car stops to pick you up or whatever, they have to be going in that direction. Right, right, it's not yeah. just like you can get whatever. So we set to get off to uh, Loch Ness, which, by the way, is really far, far. above yeah. Edinburgh. Like yeah. you think Edinburgh's far, and then you like it's like an extra three hour drive. So if you're looking Edinburgh. at if you're looking at the a map of um of the British Isles. You've got London, obviously, down the bottom. You've got Scotland up the top. So you can see the Scottish border where the little head of the... Uh, what's the sort of shape? What's the sort of shape of Britain? Which is like a person. If it's a person, Scotland's the head. So yes. you've got the mouth uh, is sort of maybe Glasgow. And then the right ear is probably I mean, Edinburgh. they could just use Google Maps. And then you know, I'm just being pictorial. Oh, okay. uh, but then if, that, if the mouth is Glasgow, Inverness, which is essentially right where we're trying to get to to walk down to... Um, to uh, yeah, it's probably the top of the eyebrow. Yeah, I mean, then above that is just Highlands. You know, it's just it's just no man's land essentially. Um, unless you live there, then then it isn't no man's land. But the the top of the eyebrows. So that's a whole. That's a whole. That's the eyes, the nose, you know, the mouth. That's that's a lot of travelling to do. Even once you're in Scotland, which we realised. So what we decided to do was set out. Try. I mean, we didn't set a time of when we wanted to do it by, but. But really, really we wanted to do it. No, maybe we did. So oh, we needed to day. get back for Sunday. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was a, we left. On we a... had to get back to, for a funeral yeah, on yeah. Sunday. Um, so we knew we had to get back for Sunday. So it was on so the Friday. Pretty we much, we had to, we set off on the Friday. and We were like, we have to get there on the Saturday, yeah. so then we can come back. Um, so we we did do a bit of prep. So yeah. we, I did look online, like because obviously we knew we were probably going to be hitchhiking a lot and. I've never hitchhiked before, so I thought... A little thought, bit daunting, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, I found, like, the Hitchhiker's, like, wiki or whatever. Hitchhiker's Guide, literally. Yeah, literally. Um, and, um, funny enough, we found a sticker on the bus stop. Actually, that bus stop that you yeah, there. Yeah, um, But anyway, uh, so anyway, I went on the Hitchhiker's wiki and found a, a good service station um, in North London that... Obviously, a lot of people that are going up north from London can... On the uh, M1, yeah. Yeah, on the M1. Gateway to the north. Yeah, gateway to the north, really. So that was kind of like the roughest of plans. We didn't have any... We Did we take any sleeping stuff? Because we were like, well, I, we don't no, know where we, we sleep. We, we took a bivy bag, didn't we? Or we, some take, sort of? we think we took a couple of bivy bags. I we might have taken... I, I, think I, I think we did take a sleeping bag. Did we? Yeah. Because I bought my new jacket. I bought that green jacket that I love. Great <laughs> mountain warehouse jacket, which is still serving me to this day. Um... 
we were planning on sleeping in. No, I think we did actually just take bivy bags. I think we did. Um, I don't even think we, we were planning did. on sleeping by the side of the road or something, and we just took a bit of card and some snacks. And yeah, stuff. so definitely cardboard because you need mm-hmm. to create Makes signs. Sense. So we did have one sign pre-prepared. So we're waiting for only about fifteen minutes. Well, before, before we jump the gun, oh, we went to the station first, okay. and we just asked people for money. Because remember, we're doing it on no funds. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we realized we need to raise we need enough to get money. To the station, yeah, yeah, enough money to put on our Oyster card, so like our travel card, to be able to get into central London and then go on the northern line um, yeah. up north. So this is when that kid doing that song in that supermarket was quite big. You know, the, I don't know what I do. <laughs> and so I would just sing that and Chris would just panhandle next Believe to Believe it. It actually worked quite a lot because we were wearing like these charity t-shirt things and we even had people because we'd talk very... So when we got on the train, yeah. so we did get some money. Yeah. We talked very loudly about what we were doing, mm-hmm. which meant some people actually gave off of the back They were of like, that. you know what? Fair dues to you guys. The people probably didn't even like or support what we'd probably be raising money for <laughs> yeah but would still be willing to say hey look you're doing an interesting stunt here's a tenner so we got to um where we needed to get to essentially uh and yeah like i said before we were waiting 15 minutes before maybe the first car came which wasn't going very far um and eventually we got picked up by a guy called do you remember Phil. sorry do you remember walking under that bridge where there was like it was well weird it was well dodgy yeah well dodgy, yeah, well dodgy. like I honestly yeah, thought, I thought we, we were, were getting mugged. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah. But, um, Got picked up by Phil. Phil, who was a nice guy, joiner from Leeds, and he was taking us up. Uh, and we ended up stopping for lunch with him. Uh, he took us far. We well, actually, no, we had a car stop first who said, um, oh, I can get you to Watford Gap. And it was yeah. so tempting because we had been waiting for not that long, but you're thinking in your head, oh, man, will another, you, you know, will another one come? But we decided not to take that. And then mm-hmm. Phil came and he actually did take us really far. He took yeah. us to another service station. Yeah. And then he said, do you want to, um, you know, have your lunch? Then you can go out and see if you can find another lift. And if you can't, he can take us a bit further. Yeah, really nice guy. So, yeah, really nice guy. Part of me does wonder, what if we'd stayed? <laughs> what if we had stayed? Because well, the next part of this story the gets next friggin' story. weird. <laughs> so this is the moment we're going to hear uh, what we mentioned at the start. So this, uh, the next person that picked us up, it was a very funny moment. We stood with these signs that said Edinburgh. Um, well, actually, I think they said Inverness, maybe. or No, it did say Edinburgh, I think. Did it say Edinburgh? Yeah, I think we so wanted to go Edinburgh. So this guy walks over with his glasses on. He sort of pulls his glasses up and reads the signs and goes... Ponytail. Ponytail. Sort of tight T-shirt. Um, yeah, slightly graying beard. A bit gaunt. A bit gaunt. And he goes, <laughs> you guys need a lift? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not going to Edinburgh, but I can give you a lift on the the M6. yeah. We thought, you know what? Yeah, okay. Well, I was well excited because I knew, obviously, that he was a lorry driver, and I really yeah. wanted to get in a lorry. I was like, That's come true. on. Like... So we jump up, and, we didn't... and what's funny is that yeah. like, Chris had sat in the comfortable <laughs> seat on the window, and I'd sat in the middle in the last trip. Yeah. So I decided that I, well, we'd said that I'd get the more comfy seat. So he said, right, one of you is going to be in the bed uh, behind, and one of you is going to be in the seat the front. I was like, mate, I'm taking that bed. I want that bed so badly. <laughs> so I got in what was described as the bed, which I'm sure laying down on it would be lovely. But sitting up on it, it had a sloped back, so you couldn't fully sit up. So I was constantly craning forward. <laughs> like I was constantly listening to what he had to say, which is definitely what I was doing. Um, and I couldn't fully... You know, like one of those seats on the, on the tube where you're not fully... The stood standing seats where you're not fully sat down and you're half stood up. It was basically that. And Chris was sat in this like... Oh, like the Star was Trek. A, the seat was amazing. If you've ever, ever been in a lorry cab, it's like a room. It feels mm. like a room. It's so big. You're like, yeah. oh, you, you can really, you know, stretch out. My seat was lovely. So for the next um, six hours yeah. we spent um, with Billy. And there was so much traffic when we were with yeah. Billy. Um, honestly, What's Billy his name? Well, so this is where it gets a bit odd with Billy. So at first I'm just thinking, you know, uh, classic trucker, Scottish trucker. Um, I mean, it was really nice for him to pick us up because they're not allowed to pick yeah. up like hitchhikers, like insurance-wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously, having a third person in the cab, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not allowed either. But he then starts to share. You know, he's very talk, very talkative. Well, we had the radio one, and it kept bringing up certain news stories. Yes, and then he would make little comments, sort of test the ground a little bit to see if what we were like, whether we were cool. Uh, and it's 
became very apparent very quickly that Billy had some alternative theories uh, to life and maybe the, the government and uh, media and the law, legal system of the UK. He is what you would call, obviously, a conspiracy theorist. Yes. But I mean a conspiracy theorist who... Yeah. I Every... Conspiracy. He's the it, he's the conspiracy theorist of conspiracy theorists. He's the he's the Premier League. He's the Manchester City, the Liverpool of this season. So I wrote I wrote a few oh, notes. Did you? I mean, only only like one kind of words. And I was doing it in the in the lorry because I was like I will forget stuff. But I just put Billy Trucker conspiracies, Mercury in head. Okay, so he wore um, cotton wool in his ears to draw the mercury out of his ears. Because he um, believed that mercury was being put into our water. And he was water. smoking cigarettes, unfiltered cigarettes. Yes. So. Uh, <laughs> and every time, I saw, every time I saw the cotton in his ears, it reminded me that I'm, I'm in... in I'm uh, Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, because at first you're like, listen to this stuff. And obviously, usually I would be questioning, you know, if John was coming out with this stuff, I'd be like, John, mate, what on earth are you going on about? Like, you're hmm. just crazy. But... You know, when you're stuck in a lorry with a guy who said, I've got warrants out from my arrest, the last thing you're going to be doing is questioning his beliefs. I was fascinated by the man. And I really... I did John kept it going. I, I was like, him. please, I, I just want a bit of silence. Because the problem was that he kept doing was he kept turning to us. <laughs> speak. I think he looked at us more than he looked at the road the whole time. <laughs> And uh, it was hurting my neck as well because I was like, yeah, Tons okay. Uh-huh. Nodding and craning your neck and trying not to laugh or cringe or something. Basically, yeah, he, got... he, he, had, he went on a bit of a tirade. And I think you could be safe in saying he was what you could call a sovereign citizen or a. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because so I've got believed... that now. Oh, land. Right, yeah. About yeah. land. So he, he subscribed to, uh, you know, a view of. Um, that the monarchy is not valid in this country because of the um, barons. The barons yeah. I was actually reading about the Magna Carta and the, the barons and stuff. It was quite interesting. But um, to him, uh, only common law, uh, as in law established at the Magna Carta and that sort of period of history, was valid in this country. And so all the ideas of taxation and of uh, the police having any um, say or any uh, the legal system of laws, particularly around speeding. He did not like speeding. did not like speeding He's because like, who's, who's, a who's the victim? Who's the victim? <laughs> there had to be. <laughs> the, the... Well, to be fair, probably the people that get injured or killed. Or die, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and then he also believes that each citizen especially of scotland was uh, um entitled, uh, entitled to a certain amount of acre acreage acres six acres of land six obviously. acres of land something yeah. something like that so he was telling us um what he was going to do with his six acres of land he's going to build a, a a massive pool of water and make a battery um as you do uh, and uh i mean honestly it might sound really judgmental really although we've been horrible about this guy and i really liked him and i thought he was a great guy and we got to chance we got a chance to share what we believe and stuff with him but uh i think even billy himself would admit that his ideas are outside the mainstream and therefore must be picked apart because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he also did believe that cliff richard was part of a pedophile ring that yeah. somehow Madame McCann was involved in. Yeah, so the less said um, about that, the better. And uh, <laughs> well, well, uh, excuse me, you're saying that you know we should uh, expose what he believed. Is it? He believed that the Queen um, was like, uh, you know, like that there was an organ donation thing oh, around the, yeah, queen. the Queen. The Queen about opening the third eye, chemtrails. Um, dogs and acid, so like dogs' feet was getting messed yes, up by there's um, acid from chemtrails, yep. which is why dogs don't like walking on snow. And I did think maybe is that because the snow's cold? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one that I put was friend who was sectioned, but he was saying that he was sectioned and he was he shouldn't have been sectioned. Yeah. And I thought, and well, we were thinking, well interesting you have a lot to tell us about your lifestyle and the fact is what have you not told us as well which is interesting although there's a part of me that believes that he was just spinning yarns he's sort of like a he's on his own a lot of the time and he he doesn't get that many people in his cab so when he does he likes to create concoct a sort of persona maybe yeah maybe uh, uh, so then mm-hmm. he so another potentially worrying part of the story oh, this is where it gets was um, he reached into his bag and he goes, Gaze, 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 don't, don't judge me for this. Um, 
And I I'm hope like, you don't think differently of me for this. Yeah, guys, I hope you don't think differently. And immediately, I thought. Immediately, oh yeah, I'm thinking, jeez, like, John, well, let's hit the panic button. Like, we are stuck in this cab. Um, yeah, this? I thought, I, honestly, and maybe it sounds really bad, yeah. but I mean, to be fair, he was talking about opening your third eye and stuff. So I thought he was going to get out drugs, and I was thinking, you yeah. know, this could be interesting. Um, but lo and behold, what does he what does he get out for us, Johnny? Pack of. Uh, bassets, all sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> Licorice, all sorts. And he offers us this these sweets and he says, I know you shouldn't take sweets from strangers. <laughs> that's, just, that's the most intimidating thing I've ever heard. But I took a couple. And yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought I kind of had to take some, yeah. I, you know. But he was um, a nice guy. I mean, he kept showing us pictures of his, his motorbike. Um, he he, oh, yeah. he 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 was he sort of was he had very strong sort of feminist thoughts, but then also was a bit of a misogynist <laughs> at times. <laughs> he said he liked to look down ladies' uh, oh, shirts yeah. when he was up there, but he also talked about how how much of a feminist he was. So you know, he, he, maybe he's interesting guy. Sort of, but, I mean, crazy. Honestly, if you think like he did, he have warrants out for his arrest. Probably, probably yeah. yes. Um, was his name Billy? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, um, was he even a truck driver. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so mean, we went a long way with him. He we got, dropped, he dropped off. off at like Preston. Preston. So yeah. he, he took us a really long way. He had to stop because he had to get his um because they're they're tracked somehow. You know they have to have a certain hours rest a day yeah. and they have a tracker and everything. So um really thankful for him. And honestly, I'm so glad that we got to share what we believe with him. And, and yeah, who yeah. knows where he is now and what he's what he's doing. So but, Billy, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Um, you, please mate. don't come for us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good fun. <laughs> Say uh, hi to your pro officer for us. You know what? And, and that and that was where we were picked up by our hero, absolute hero. And I hope he's listening to this because you know we, we're friends on Facebook. So Gavin, if you're listening, uh, thank you so much. He picked us up, took us in his van, uh, and and brought us all the way up uh, just to outside Glasgow, Hamilton. We way. did have to keep stopping. Hopefully, it's been fixed. Hopefully, your van's but been his, fixed. His, his, his van had a yeah. turbo. Uh, we're clearly, clearly not car guys here. Yeah. Um, turbo injector, something like that. I don't know um, how this works. But then anyway, we'd have to sometimes stop yeah. every now and then to reset great. it. But it, and, uh, it was great. Obviously, we had a lot of fun with Gavin talking about uh, a completely different person to Billy. Uh, Gavin does uh, not like wind farms. Does not like wind farms. You know, and um, yeah. and I, I didn't realize that uh, that Scottish conservatism is still. Strong. It's still a thing. It's I know thing. you wouldn't think by the news and Nicola Sturgeon and etc. that um, Scottish conservatism is still a thing. Yeah, but it, but yeah. Gavin, um, thank you so much, and has been um, a keen supporter of our work. And you know what? Yes. Without Gavin and the donation he gave us on that day, we wouldn't have been able to sleep Absolutely. in an actual bed or two beds. Uh, give it that. You know, we we managed to get in Glasgow Look, a hostel. It's actually a really nice hostel. Really so cheap. Really nice. Glasgow. Uh, so if you're ever in there, it's called the Euro Hostel. Yeah. on the Clyde it was really nice Clyde very Bank. nice good location as well very good location and then we were able to because the then the money we'd raised the money we'd raised yeah busking and whatever we managed to get a coach the next morning to Inverness, to Inverness. which wasn't that expensive for that long of a yeah thing um, went, so went past um, Sterling, Sterling Castle, Castle got nice. to see just yeah the Highlands really and um, one of the nicest nice. days of the year you couldn't again like couldn't again for a nice day. strangest thing it, the sun came out uh, we got some like we had a, like got some like kind of lunchy stuff in Inverness because people said you can walk to Loch Ness so there is a bus yeah. but then people said oh you can just walk two hours later. it was a lot longer of a walk Plus I even think it was longer than two long hours loch. it's a long loch well I'm pronouncing it the way you're supposed yeah, to pronounce yeah, it yeah, well it's done. a long loch um, so really people go to Fort William at the south tip of it yes but we were at the north and it was a lovely sort of canal i mean it might have actually been nicer though to have got the bus than we could have gone up to like the actual fort bit because we just hit the the bottom of the lock try to climb Um, over someone's garden to try and get to the water it was nice went for a swim yeah we live streamed it as well obviously when we got there i couldn't believe we made it i was like this is crazy really um the water was freezing though they love the story of People want to see how far you're gonna get, and they love, yeah, they love that story. Oh, it honestly make felt it, aren't like, they? it felt like Lord of the Rings. It felt like it that, was that our Lord journey, of our, and plus we didn't. Neither of us drove at that point. Yeah, no, we didn't. So yeah. going that distance, even driving, was such a big thing. Yeah, but yeah. So then we got the bus back to uh, Inverness because we did have a bit of money. It took about an hour for the bus to come, though, didn't it? And then um, 
We got a coach. The coach. The night All the way back overnight. from Inverness. So the coach went from Inverness to Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Then we had to change over. And then from Edinburgh, Edinburgh. into London. And, and that was oh the my worst word. journey of my entire life. I don't know. It doesn't be that annoying. And when that was worse for Maybe me. Maybe you'll but... hear about that another day. Yeah. Well, I've just been out to Romford, our local town. And, uh, and I can't find toilet row anywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and and it, and it just so happens that that Daniel and and, and Elizabeth have, have run out of toilet roll. Legit, so, if you need toilet roll, I've got some. If you want some, yeah, I've got some. Okay, fantastic. Because if you ever if if you ever use sort of industrial kitchen roll, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's inc- it's incredibly painful. I I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the tissues they used to give you in primary school? The oh, ones that were like yeah. greaseproof paper. Greaseproof <laughs> paper. <laughs> what your nose with one of those as well you end up with blood coming out <laughs> which wasn't there in the first place no but it would just oh, run there was no what absorption was what was the point of that paper oh it was just really cheap I'm guessing it must have been very cheap yeah I mean it's like tracing paper but it was like smearing it smeared <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's that's a good idea actually I think we've got some tracing paper that might be better than the uh, than, than the current kitchen roll situation so we had we had pretty much said next year we're going to do a bigger one. Next year we've done a bigger one, and we did. We did a bigger one. Then climbing up the mountain, we had improved on that. So it came to last summer, and we thought, well, we want to improve on the the jailbreak. What? Why? How did we get to the the idea that we ended up on? Yeah, I know. I think you just said tandem. I think I think that was just it. Like yeah. the tandem, but oh, tandem. maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I well, said I was tandem. Maybe you quite said a lot of the time. Yeah, and then I, maybe maybe. Oh no, it was my idea because it took a bit. Of convincing you <laughs> yeah i'm sure there was um so if you didn't know we cycled well we aimed loosely aimed to cycle from oh. london to land's end that was the aim that was the aim it and looking back <clears throat> it with hindsight it was, it was pretty much impossible it was pretty much impossible because <laughs> we had to do it over three days and the three days which happened to end up being was the three days of summer 2019 which were the hottest days ever recorded in British history. It was so hot. 38 degrees Celsius, which if you're listening in another country, which is usually hotter, even for there, I'm sure you'd say that's a hot day. We're yeah. a oh, couple yeah, of yeah. English pasty boys uh, had not yet experienced a hot day that summer that yeah. hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we set off, at f- we ended up setting off at 4am in the morning. So we'd, the packed, gear. so we'd packed all our gear up. So we both had two bags with our little camel mm. kind of drinking thing mm-hmm. in it which was actually really helpful yeah. um and we were in our little lycra kind of uh bike yeah. gear which is hilarious like because yeah, we're, we're on this tandem work. bike like you got a picture of this two-man bike it's kind of like a mountain it was like a mountain bike, bike we got off e- a ebay <laughs> literally <laughs> uh second hand and oh no gum tree gum tree thing, yeah but um probably worse but <laughs> then uh, it was in pretty good nick. Our good friend of ours, Dave, uh, shout out to Dave, helped us get that into working gear. And then um, we set off 4am in the morning. And this is where things just took such a turn because we got into London quite quickly. We live about an hour's cycle away from central London to the right of London. So we got in and we thought, this is good. We're getting some good momentum going. And then our wheel breaks. I mean, I really enjoyed that cycle into yeah. London because the idea was if we leave early enough, we're going to skip all of like rush hour and yeah. it being really busy with cars and it wasn't just a like a tire broke or, or you know something a spoke came loose or something the gear lost traction it was so like the, the spokes, inner side yeah, of the would, wheel wouldn't stay strong couldn't so you couldn't grasp so you you couldn't turn the wheel basically so we we were there about and that was seven, so that happened at six o'clock in the morning six o'clock. yeah yeah that happened at like and we oh, so then we set out nice. so early which is really good but then that the happened sun. at like yeah. six, six or six thirty, yeah. And then the shop opened at eight thirty. It was either eight or eight thirty. So we go to the first shop. We go to the first we shop. Got McDonald's and breakfast. literally, oh yeah, we got McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. So I thought, why not? Went to the first shop, waiting for that to open. Um, we're telling the guys, look, obviously we're on a charity cycle ride. Can you help us at all? 
They weren't Most very helpful. unsympathetic people I've ever met in my life. And we're not ones to complain. I feel like this podcast might sound like we complain a lot, but we're just telling how it was. They didn't want us they, in their shop. They, they saw us and thought, geez, I do not we don't want this, this is not how buried. I want to be starting my day. Because <laughs> we were in our little cycle gear stupid. stuff. And they must have recognised that we were in the cheapest stuff you get on Amazon. Oh well. my gosh, yeah. And um, yeah. we look a couple of idiots. So uh, then we went to just around the corner, there was another shop. And you know what? They were great. They were, it, was it was expensive. Cycle surgery, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout I just out the guy guys. was really helpful. Really helpful. Um, they helped us replace the They had the one tire left. Shimano, a Shimano tire cost 90, 90 quid. So. so we managed after about a two and a half hour delay cycle off again, um, which meant we hit the midday sun and it was just the worst. Well, we, well, I, it was quite fun cycling out of London. We went past Windsor Castle. That was that quite was amazing, fine. really. Yeah, that was like, fine. Because we were following this route, like we didn't, we hadn't, out, we hadn't yeah. planned much. If you think about it, like we just really, we were just like, look, we're just gonna cycle, uh, see how far we can get, and this is the route we're gonna, yeah. rough route we're gonna yeah. take. Mainly followed the canals, which, which again, most part were quite good, but then some was a mix were, though, yeah, because there were some bits that were overgrown. Like when we got really deep yeah. into like the countryside, there were lots of overgrown bits where you couldn't really cycle, and That's a real bits, adventure, wasn't bits it? that were getting like closed off and we had to like yeah, like go around. off the path and navigate around to be fair some of those points where it was really like off the beaten track it felt really cool like oh you oh, felt yeah, like you yeah. you were adventurer really yeah like the only people in the world kind of just like doing this crazy thing and it, it was did dawn on us on that first day thinking this is far but it was fascinating yeah. to see so much of the country you can go by canal and and be able to walk or cycle along and it's quite a lot and hidden behind roads and stuff like you know uh, you got off the oh, roads. Yeah, yeah. but yeah we got to um just before reading yeah it was about half an hour away from reading and it was the height of the day chris was sat on the on the side oh, well i had well had john and john wait, wait, yeah <laughs> almost <laughs> oh, yeah. almost john had a very honestly i i actually was like oh geez i'd really felt i'd really had gone oh yeah the exhaustion john like, had to go in the river i had to like, jump in a river because i was he couldn't i was he was uh, dying you know, i have a large a small surface area to volume ratio <laughs> my body was trying to get rid of the heat and it just simply couldn't but i you know, i powered through and then we we're just outside reading and we we're sat at a service station we'd just been drinking some cold drinks we got from the um well, the wait, 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 wait. The breakdown, though, that you had. Oh, so the breakdown. He had, yeah. he had, the he chain got in the, the chain came off, yeah, but we it took us a, quite a few times to try and get it back in on. In the it, sun, there's no shade. And especially with a tandem bike, it's not easy to get oh, the chain back on. Yeah. And we weren't in the shade, and we're stuck hands on this bridge, and our hands are all dirty. Like, Greasy. honestly, it was awful, and it's so hot. Then we pull into the service station, yeah. but then this is where I had my problem, because yeah, I, I felt then, I started to feel sick then. Chris sat down, and and he almost slept, sat down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I was and I had to take a phone call from Premier Christian Radio, who were, were going to ask us about it. So I went from zero to 100 so quickly. It was like, hi, guys. So, yeah, we're just here. Because <laughs> we were just previously, a minute before, thinking, should we just pack it in? I literally had to we're say like, to you, I literally had to say to you, John, you're going to have to do this interview. I felt so <laughs> sick. I actually thought I was going to throw up. I was like, uh, uh, literally so close. And they were late. Like, they were yeah, in they were calling late, us. So, like, the day so... was going on, and we're like, oh, my goodness, we need to do something so <laughs> so yeah that actually perked me up quite a lot i was quite excited after that but then i sort of had to coax you up <laughs> i had an ice cream and then i think i felt a bit better yeah, it, <laughs> of, it was like just like a sad tired child <laughs> yeah well because then because then the idea was then to cycle from there into reading because mm-hmm. we hadn't stopped for lunch yet so that was into reading and we, no, we had I, lunch we were dinner. We were having. We'd stop for lunch oh. in like North London. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So then we were going in for dinner in Reading, um, and I didn't think it was going to be that long of a cycle from there to Reading, but no. surprisingly, it was a very it, long one. Yeah, it was quite long. And then we and had, my butt at this point was, was a lot of pain. starting to really hurt. Like so, just to, to put to put into perspective, the distance we were trying to do would have meant we had to get to Devizes by by the end of that day we only got to devices by lunchtime the next day yeah so, so that's how far behind we were yeah i mean we so we got interesting into thought of if it was cooler and if we had started on time who knows yeah maybe Might i mean we so we had got into we pulled into newbury like 10 o'clock Wait, we're, we're, i just want to talk about reading after we ate 
and we sort of lay down this little patch of grass and oh, I was strung out. I just fell asleep and slept. people must have thought we were homeless yeah, or something. Money, I honestly, because yeah, yeah. it was not a nice patch to like lay down and sleep. It wasn't the worst patch that we slept on. And that. And I had to yeah. go into this little bush to put in this cream. So chamois, <laughs> if, if anyone <laughs> cycles, if anyone cycles long distances, chamois cream is and your friend. Cream. It was actually, uh, for the times I used it, it was very Yeah, good. oh, and I had to... I definitely had to keep applying. It was, um, yeah, not very graceful as well because you're just applying it straight onto, you know. Unmentionable. So we yeah. uh, we had, it got really dark. We had lights on our bikes, but we thought we have to just stop at the next town. Yeah. The next town was Newbury. Um, we it starts stopped, to rain as well. starts to rain. Go into Tesco to, to get just, and eat some food. And we thought we just, this is just, we have to just stay here tonight. Yeah, honestly, as we pulled into um, Newbury, I was like, I am done. Like, I physically felt like Finished. I just... I think, actually, no, it wasn't even physically. It was more mentally. That was I the was lowest like, point, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I didn't expect how mentally taxing that challenge would be. Yeah. Like, obviously, I thought uh, physically it would be, you know, way harder. I think actually, it was mentally. It was It was harder, the mental yeah. stuff. Uh, particularly, so I was at the front the whole time, and uh, funnily enough, so I was holding on the handlebars. Um, I had nerve damage on my fingers. I couldn't feel my two middle fingers <clears> on my left hand for uh, probably, I think, s- six months afterwards. Around Christmas, I started... I, I can feel them now. That is mad. Um, but the concentration... We only crashed one small little way. I oh, crashed yeah. into a tree and I scratched myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, that but that painful. was to avoid someone there. I was avoiding <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a lot of concentration, trying to... Um, trying to navigate and trying to keep keep we on the down path some... but you were staring onto my back and mostly bored out of and your actually skull. it really hurt my neck because yeah. i could never fully because actually it's quite close mm-hmm. you have to kind of sit like quite up straight yeah. so like usually you could you know put a bit more weight like that um so that was not probably good for my back but but yeah so then in newbury we realized we hadn't planned anywhere to sleep. So we had just taken our sleeping bags with us and some bivy bags, yeah. and that was it. So we thought, oh, we'll just sleep outside. But obviously it starts raining, and it obviously meant being that low. But then we stumble across a kid's playground. Well, we, we, we thought, okay, let's head to the park. Maybe there's somewhere out of the way mm-hmm. to sleep. Um, but as we pulled into the park, we saw this. It was almost like a hotel. It was beautiful. It was, it was shiny, and it was metal, and... It was safe. It had three tiers. And we thought, let's sleep in this children's playpen thing. It probably was the safest place for us. I think it was. It was quite tall as well. It wasn't yeah. like a small little kid's thing. It was quite yeah. big. Yeah, so we parked the bike at the bottom, locked it up. Um, I wish we'd hidden it more because that caused a lot of anxiety. And we left the bivy bags in there and we ended up not having them, which was a stupid idea. But we took our sleeping bags up there. Uh, I had a bag of nuts. We had some snacks that we bought in yeah, Tesco's. We in there. Snacks, yeah. And then um, we slept on this metal grated thing with all these slides next to us and a big hole in the middle with a yeah, pole Yeah, so literally the floor was just a metal Mesh-y floor sort of thing, that yeah. had holes in it. Yeah. Um, and so did the ceiling, we didn't yeah, realise. Yeah, so we didn't realise. So then at night time, I mean, I can sleep most places, not so tired anyway. So I got to sleep pretty quickly and then I'm sure John did as well. But then... We both woke up at like three in the morning around that time because it started to rain again and it started to rain again and the water, the rain uh, was coming through the roof because we didn't notice that the roof had holes in it, but not not like through decay or anything. It was designed that way, which is very odd. Probably just stop people sleeping in it. Probably, probably actually yeah. <laughs> like... although Chris did say I, I probably fell asleep quickly uh, Chris fell asleep quickly I sat there for probably a few <laughs> hours because for some reason this park was the the place of choice for people to walk back from house parties clubs places like that yeah well, it was right in the centre, so I guess right people just walked through it. And there was drunk people being loud. There was cars racing on the road behind us. And I thought, there's no way a drunk person isn't going to suddenly see our bike and go, Oh, no, it's your bike over there! Oi! Oi! Oh, there's people up there! Oh, there's people up! Oi! Get down 
<laughs> and literally, we, I was prepared for the worst. Like, uh, and basically, we were quite. I, mean, I had thought that, but I was, I was just like, all well. we had was the pole in the middle where people could try and climb up, which we could probably kick them down. If we yeah, had to. I thought we were and quite. The slide, and the slide, the slide was quite, quite steep, steep, actually. So we know. had a quite good defendable position, but honestly, it was. You just, never know, yeah. You never know. And the amount of people I heard, oh, Sandra, oh, oh, Karen, oh, Terry, oh, Terry. And people just laughing, and I was like, oh, I ended up getting up to sleep. We ended up oh, getting nice. enough sleep. We woke up at like six in the morning because you just do when you're out, sun, especially yeah. when you're outside and that. But then uh, that was actually a really low moment because we did actually go to McDonald's for McDonald's breakfast, which perked me up a bit. But oh, as uh, we're just about to get on the bike, and honestly, when I say my bum was hurting, yeah, it was ex- actually close to excruciating. Yeah. Like getting back on the bike and then realizing we have two more days, days of what yeah. we just did, like. And I think the one of the bad things about that morning was how cold it was in the morning when we first oh, got up. Yeah, and we were yeah, still freezing. in the clothes, obviously, the sweaty clothes from the day before. Yeah, so, stinking. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we're not changing clothes through yeah. this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I had clothes yeah. for the end, end that I could yeah. get into, but obviously the stuff that yeah. we were bike, like cycling in yeah. was the same Absolutely stuff. Reeking. Now, the second day is actually probably one of my favourite days, though. We we started along the canal, although some of that canal route was just the grassy beginning and horrible. Bit was, yeah. Yeah. But that was a nice day. We ended up going to Devizes and then yeah. um, the canal going down from Devizes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was but amazing. But what we yeah. did is that we thought early on as a, as a motivational thing, we thought, let's book a hotel tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. we looked ahead of where we were and we saw that Glastonbury was an interesting position because it was on the route, a little bit of a challenge to get to, but it would be a great place to stop and there was a, a travel lodge there uh, and it had, couple, had a room available, a twin room. So... We thought let's let's aim for Glastonbury. It was still a real slog to try and get there, and we passed, went through a lot of canals. We stopped at this pub where the guys gave us some free Coca Cola, which was nice, um, brand name Coca Cola. Some free Coke, and that was oh, good. Yeah. Um, and that was a pleasant day. I mean, so obviously you got to imagine we're going through all this amazing countryside at this point. Yeah. This is like very. It's still sunny. It's still really hot. Obviously, uh, but imagine you've been spanked on the behind about eight hundred times. I, even more feeling. than that yeah. no and it felt like in your bones it felt like in yeah. my butt bone in yeah. my coccyx or whatever yeah this just so like deep pain <laughs> um yeah a deep a deep you know what i mean you get a really bad bruise like yeah. really bad and it feels like it's in you know because and the, and we did have padding we had padded seats and padded um, trousers, trousers. Well, padded um but, shorts but yeah that was a struggle it wasn't as hot the next day was it no it wasn't, it wasn't as as it was hot. it was pretty nice and we had, well, well, we had a great dinner times. we had a great dinner oh, that was a mistake um in, in um was it obviously fleet now where were we not Froom. 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 so Froom. We'd, Froom. we'd on the way we'd been held up by some cows or sheep were they it was cows, 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 it? cows and then some lady had helped us in her village gave us some water that was really oh nice. yeah yeah well that wasn't there. even a village it was just a house in the middle of nowhere. really yeah, i mean yeah. it was Time. Um, but yes, we ended up, and this so this is a bit of advice for you. So we we stopped at this pub, and oh, it's so funny. We're outside, and the police came up to us, and said, oh, we're uh, we're doing um, and this right, is boys. A great amazing because we're like, wow, we cycled somewhere where accents are different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. You don't expect yeah. that, like unless you're driving, you don't like, expect people's accents to change. Like, hello, boys, um, we're doing a uh, uh, tagging on bikes today. We're uh, going to put um, the old uh, trackers on them and stuff. And we said, uh, well, we're not from here. <laughs> uh, and we're getting rid of this bike. <laughs> There's no way we keep it this. Um which we actually have kept it. But so we stopped at this pub and we had burgers pretty much. I really like had, had a pie. pie. You had a pie. Yeah. So that was probably the better option. I had a big big greasy oily burger and chips. Oh, I needed food. And I tell fun. you what. It was good to eat, but I absolutely—I think I had a pint of cider with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been. I had a coke, I think. So. And you know what? Oh no, you know what it was? It was the bacon in the burger. So it made me so thirsty afterwards. <laughs> we were cycling for a good two and a half oh, hours. Oh, and afterwards, 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 it was really steep. Oh like, my goodness! It, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, there were a few times where we were like, we had to get oh, off because yeah. I mean, in the you middle know. of nowhere in fields, and it felt like we just need to keep going. And it's getting dark. Yeah, it's starting to get like, dark, yeah. and we're in the middle of like the countryside. Like, we're not thinking, even man, we've like got to get roads. going. Yeah. And all, yeah, because then cycling on these country roads, yeah. I, you got. I mean, even cycling on country roads during the day is pretty dangerous yeah. anyway. So we were like, this is you know, but pulling into actually, j- j- so as we're coming down. We pu- we pull into so there's the, the, we're on a public 
like I'm footpath. Desperately thirsty. I've never yeah. been so thirsty in my and life. And this is like closer to the end of the day. I feel sick. And uh, and then just in front of us, we're about to can obviously continue on the public uh, footpath. There's about half an hour left. Uh, this farmer then closes his gate, kind of, and closes his gate. He's like locking up, and we're like, oh no, oh, this can is we a just public right of way? And then we're just thinking. Well, yes, it's a public right way. We, I'm sure he'll just let us through anyway. Um, you know, we're doing this charity thing. We try and explain our case. Um, you know, we're doing this thing for charity. Would you just let us through? And it was just a big no. He was just like, nope. No. You, you can go way, back up that way. to the road. That way is down that way and back that way. And then we started we on that road. We had to go back on ourselves. It was it, about, it added about 15 minutes. And it probably doesn't sound a lot, but I was so desperately <laughs> thirsty. I drank literally the dribble John off is of close Chris's, to crying right now. Chris's <laughs> that he had left over. I literally, it was like the, the little bits, <laughs> little bits drops coming from it. And and did we so consider drinking thirsty. our own urine? I, yes. I mean, I couldn't I'm, produce I'm... it. I think I was that dehydrated. <laughs> we cycled down the hill. I saw a co-op and I ran in there. I got. I bought like so many. That drinks. cycle down though into Glastonbury was one of my favourite things. John, I think, struggled a bit. No, though. no, no. Once we once we had got those drinks and then we were on that really we on steep the... forest path. And that is a beautiful drive if you're ever near Glastonbury. Yeah. That went down. Yeah, and then when that we got really down, long, the the most oh, the, the straightest longest path. road yeah. I've ever been on. It, it felt like we were stuck in some weird like dream with that. It like, did. It felt it was like a weird it was like a um, an epic story of like from, from the middle at ages that time as well. Like Plus it was, it was leading up to Glastonbury Tour. And you could see the it? tower. It's, yeah, uh, it's on, uh, the hill. Glastonbury on the hill. And so you were just cycling and it was slowly turned to twilight and it felt really like yeah, I mean without in in totally non spiritual way spri- spiritual in some sense of like oh, there yeah, was you yeah. know there's this concept the of thin spaces mm. and it felt very like we were encountering god in creation yeah yeah and it was like it was a very like because it's so remote as well and there was this hopeful thing at the end we're like we're, we're going to sleep in a bed tonight i think that changed everything changed yeah. everything when we got into yeah. the hotel i was like this is so good and we live streamed oh we got into the hotel so um, good when we got into that hotel oh man my feeling we went we, we had showers and we and then straight off to tesco's get some snacks yeah got some snacks oh, oh that was just the best feeling so probably good. one of my best moments of my and the life. hotel wasn't that nice really no, I mean, it was at just all a standard sort of travel just... lodge yeah I don't know, not to hate on it. <laughs> it wasn't the worst. John's a bit um, offended. It wasn't great. Like, it wasn't great. It was like, it was like a mo. Yeah, it was hotel, a motel. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, okay. Captain over here. Captain, but I'm just saying. Captain Premier Inn. No, no, but I'm saying it makes it even better that oh, right, feeling yeah. of like, yeah, really, it wasn't that yeah. good, like the hotel. If you just rocked oh, up there, you'd be so like, good. you know. But honestly, amazing. Such a good feeling. Then. But then at this point, obviously, we knew, I think even on the first evening, we knew we weren't going to make Land's End. Yeah. So that was what was quite sad about this whole thing. We, we were like, mean, yeah, oh, yeah. we're not going to make Land's End. But then we thought, well, we we picked a place on the map and Exmouth was was in Devon. You know, going from London to Devon was essentially bike, yeah. mad. <laughs> so And 250 miles away. So it felt like that was a good target, um, which would still be in the spirit of what we started off to do. So... So yeah, we slept that night, just the best, the most solid sleep, and got up really early. But that actually was one of the worst bits because when we I can't started really that remember morning, much of the last. I remember day. I that why. first, that first. Oh no, hours, I do. Yeah, we, we had were an navigating argument. Our we had an argument at started... lunchtime. <laughs> that yeah. was the day where we had an argument. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But before that, when we just set off, it wasn't so much the pain in the bum, a pain in the muscles, but absolute drawing from empty like the fatigue i felt in that morning i know you didn't feel I the actually same felt then. quite good i was like you felt uh, the worst i think was like the the night i think the because for me it was all the whole bum thing was the yeah, issue for me i was just like I but i think that first morning because we were setting off and it was like it was just we knew we weren't getting to land's end which wasn't the worst but we yeah it was we just come from that hotel and it was nice i felt it was all struggle to push on that morning but we got through uh wiltshire well we've stopped no actually we'd gone through wiltshire already so we we were coming down um in somerset and we were where was the town that we stopped well, oh, it was taunton wasn't it and it was the cricket museum opposite the cricket was ground was opposite, yeah. lovely lovely um canal and there's a morris yeah, lovely there. day but then <laughs> this is, shows how like we and chris <laughs> pushed to the edge so, so i was at self-service <laughs> checkout getting some getting a meal deal when me and john ever have arguments it's always very the petty thing, it's never, yeah. Yeah. so so chris comes over and he's buying his thing and then goes, ah, oh, and I paid 5p for a bag. I wanted to put my stuff in the bag. 
Just carry it and sit down somewhere and eat our stuff out of the bag. Chris goes, oh, let me put the stuff in your bag. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just said no. I was like, I was like, we're going to the same place, like to eat no, but lunch. I just like, wanted to have like my packed lunch just there. I was trying to save the environment and five pence. Yeah, you know. and we use that bag later and stuff. But uh, <laughs> so I was justified. But I just wanted my little packed lunch. So then we sort of <laughs> separately ate for a little bit, and then came together sheepishly and sort of was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah right. you know just continue. <laughs> it's <grounds> <laughs> yeah, I mean um, to be fair though, for that was literally the only, only out little, ones. and that was such a small thing anyway. It was and coming petty. into Exmouth took a bit longer and got us into the dark and our lights were Oh, we don't know. We arrived quite early, though. It was 10. Was it? Later than we thought, yeah. It was like it was got dark, remember? And it was summer, so oh, maybe, it, was yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. it was actually, I think, approaching 11. And um, amazingly, yeah, we had uh, a couple of friends put us up. So uh, Fiona and Kit, thank you so much for yeah. Yeah, their hospitality. It's so, so amazing to come back to oh, uh, just some beds and, and towels and toothbrushes and toothpaste and left for oh, us. They so knew good. that we'd be like, stinking. Yes. Um, and as we arrived and it was our, our headlights were just dim, they almost run out of... Um, oh, that pub we ate in was so nice. But uh, oh, the, yeah. yeah, but then just coming in to land and it was just... Just a great feeling of relief, and we'd done it. We'd made it to Exmouth, which is, if I, you look on a map, yeah. that's crazy. Oh, I mean, because I have um, a lot of family that live in Norwich, and so when I drive to Norwich, I know, uh, like from Romford, that it's like 100 miles, you know, mm. roughly. And that takes like a two-hour drive, maybe just over two hours, but usually a two-hour drive. And every time I do that drive now, I think this is like less than half what we cycled. Yeah, which is crazy. I'm just like, this is so, like that was so far yeah. to to cycle that. And I, what I'm a bit disappointed was we. I really th- wish that we had had like a GoPro on the front or whatever and like done a time lapse because you would have seen like. Yeah. I think trying to explain <clears throat> it to people mm-hmm. is difficult because it's like like it, you know saying you oh you drove 250 miles. Mm-hmm. I mean it's still a long drive. Like yeah. 250 miles isn't a short drive, yeah. but. You know, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but like I don't know, trying to get that into people's on heads, a like tandem bike, on a tandem yeah, bike, yeah. cycling that far was in, in three days. Um, I mean, honestly, that's all. I've yeah, I don't know. It was it was long. I'll tell you, I mean, it was it was one of the hardest three days of my life, but fun and a great experience. But coming back to what this whole show has been about, fundraising, we we did raise uh, a good amount of money. I mean, yeah, I think compared to what we'd done, it probably would have ten million. Probably wouldn't have been enough. But uh, <laughs> but. I think I mean we're thinking about what our fundraiser will be this year with COVID and everything. Who knows what what it would look like in terms of how free free we are to move around and do stuff. But yeah. we'll be creative and and if you have any ideas of what you'd like to see us, yeah. Do, what what do you want to see us do? Because it so um we're looking to do it in May, late May. Um, oh, no 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 early May. I think now uh the bank holiday kind of weekend May time. Um, I mean it There's might two. even say that again. There's two bank holidays. Yeah, the earlier one, the, oh, right. the VE Day one, which uh-huh. I think is on a Friday. Anyway, um, so we're looking to do our fundraiser in early May. So if you have ideas, we'd love to hear what you think we should do. Um, preferably, we're trying to keep it um, in a set location for this one because we really want to live stream the whole thing. Because even with the bike one and the when we did the uh, kind of the jailbreak one to Loch Ness, we were kind of having to update as we went and mm-hmm. couldn't live stream as I, th- I think as much as we would have wanted to. So preferably in a set location, but I don't know if you have any creative ideas. Some of the idea. failed ideas we've had is um, one of us pushing the other person in a trolley or a wheelchair as far as we can. We thought that's probably not doable um, and could be seen. And to be fair, it probably would be seen as, as offensive. Um, not that we'd be making fun of people in wheelchairs just because it's quite convenient in a way of pushing someone, <laughs> you know, with yeah. the wheeled uh, device. But uh, that, we had the idea of trying to read the entire Bible <laughs> over live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which could From take beginning to end. Non-stop. Hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, there was an idea to get a pedlo. To try and oh, find yeah. a pedlo and see how far we could go in a pedlo. Which would be awful because pedlos are so slow. If you've ever been in one, That's it's like they're yeah, awful. Horrendous. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, if you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah. Um, but we do, 
we are so grateful for everyone that has given and you know wants to see us make fools of ourselves and stuff because it does go towards making artless run to you know us being able to get these shows out there that yeah. you know um tell people about jesus and that's that's what we want to do and we can only do that through the funds that people and give. even if you don't agree with us talking about jesus we make great fear and even without that we would make ourselves into fools for you for money exactly so uh, there's something for everyone there absolutely there is absolutely. something for everyone there so uh yeah get send us in your ideas and uh we'll see if we like them or not and who knows your idea could get picked thanks for listening thank you any closing any closing statements for our listeners if we keep any of this in <laughs> any of this <laughs> um any closing statements uh stay safe stay safe shalom You've been listening to More Than The Art Podcast by Artless Theatre Company. If you want to know more about us, you can go to our website, which is artless.org.uk, or you can follow us on all the social medias out there, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, even Twitter. TikTok coming soon. <laughs>